Welcome back to Wellness Matters. I am Heather Crocio, and this is a place where we can discuss all things wellness. And today, I'm going to be doing a solo podcast on my reflections of 2022, because as you know, we're going into 2023. So when we are talking about wellness, one thing that is super, super important is reflection. And I know it's not exactly on everyone's top to-do list to do reflecting, but when we do, we find out so much more information about ourselves that obviously can allow us to go forward and be more productive and better people. So yesterday I was on Instagram and I was scrolling through looking at one of my favorite gurus, if you will. Her name is Sahara Rose. And if you're not following her, I highly suggest you do. She had posted on there, it was either six or seven different writing prompts that you should do as we are leaving 2022. And I know that it makes some people feel overwhelmed, so they don't want to you know, take the time to write out all their feelings and thinking back all 12 months, because it is a long time. But when you do allow yourself to kind of free write through journaling, you don't have to do those specific prompts, but when you do, you always find little nuggets that you never really knew you had inside of you. And it's the best way to find the essence of who you are. Looking outward and getting that validation from others or getting that award or buying that new car are very short-lived because it's not getting to the essence of who you are. I'll give you a small little example of what got me right back on track. So I wrote down all of the writing prompts that Sahara had suggested, and then I thought to myself, I'll do it later. Well, later came and went, and more later came and went. I was in my room at one point doing the time sucker of all time suckers, which was jumping on YouTube, and I saw a little four-minute clip from my favorite show, which was Sex in the City back in the day. I just loved that show. I loved the the comedy of it all, but I also, I think what I loved the most was the camaraderie of the four women. It just shows you how important your friendships truly are and how becoming friends with people helps you along, obviously, life. So I just, I loved it. It came out when I was in college and I would watch it when I come home and visit my parents because obviously as a college student, I did not have HBO. So I just really, that show resonated with me. But this one particular clip was of Carrie in the last season was living in France with her then boyfriend. But while she was there, she slowly started to disappear as a person. She couldn't speak the language. She didn't really have any close friends and she didn't really have a career yet. And her then boyfriend didn't understand any of these things because he was back in his homeland. So 
this um, clip was of her sitting on a bench after she had spent weeks helping him get his artwork up and going. They're at the museum and he kind of just left her in the dust with different people that were giving him all the praises that he needed, whatnot. And she was sitting on the bench feeling so utterly defeated, also feeling guilty that she had left some of, they could have been good friends of hers if she gave it time. They were supposed to go out to dinner and she left them all there high and dry because she felt like she had to be there for her boyfriend, but again, was losing pieces of herself. And while she was sitting there, she looked in her purse and found the necklace that she had lost. Now, this necklace was a signature necklace that she had wore throughout all of the tapings of the show. And it was like her carry necklace, it said, in gold. When she found that, she found a piece of herself that she had buried. And I shut that video off and I thought to myself, I write. That was my sign. Get going on your journal prompts. Go find Heather. So I shut it off and I started doing these journal prompts that Sahara Rose had suggested. And I thought, should I do a podcast on these journal prompts? Who's going to want to sit and listen to me talk about my reflections of 2022? But then I thought about the people that are very reluctant to do some of this journal work because they don't really understand it. They don't know what they're supposed to be writing or how much they're supposed to be writing. And the, the good news is there is no rules. So once your hand hits the paper, just go with it. But I'm also, I've decided I'm going to do this podcast for the people that don't feel like they're important enough or their issues matter to actually write in a journal. So I'm just going to quickly go through these questions and hopefully will it will inspire you to want to do one, if not all of them. So the first question was, what was my theme for this year? And it was my first question. So I'm just getting into the groove of, you know, journaling, but what ended up coming out of all that was that I, through 2020, 2021, I didn't really have a vision for Wellness Matters. And 2022 was where I really started to harness one. So I'm super excited that I actually have a game plan for Wellness Matters. And that is to really make my podcast something substantial where people were really going to want to listen to it. And I feel the same way about my blogs, but for whatever reason, taking different classes that I've been taking recently, my podcast is really pulling me right now. So I just took a class on how to do, you know, a good job with your podcast and what to do and what not to do and all that. I've taken some other classes on marketing and newsletters and all these other parts of the business, but the podcast one really stuck out. So 2022 for me was really finding direction for what I want to see happen with Wellness Matters. So that was exciting. The next question was, what are some lessons I've learned in 2022? 
And like I said, it's kind of hard to remember all 12 months, but the important stuff will come through when your pen hits the paper. So what I learned, which was a huge lesson for me, because I, like anyone, I feel like we do tend to doubt ourselves or second guess ourselves and talk ourselves right out of the very thing that we thought it is that we wanted to do. I do it all the time. And I try to catch myself in those loops and stop myself and say, no, we as humans are only tapping into like the smallest percentage of what we are all capable of. And when I think about that, that's what gives me the confidence and the bravery to just put myself out there and do the thing that I really want to do. Because I'm thinking to myself, what if I did tap into the unknown, all these different, um, this huge percentage of myself that I haven't been tapping into? What if I do? And lo and behold, the inevitable happens and I get, I, you know, all these opportunities come and I get to um, try new things and really live life to the fullest. Why or why do any of us just cave to the fear? So that was one major lesson that I learned was learning that how little we are all tapping into our potential, but also that even the people that we feel are the most confident and the have all these experiences and all this education, all these things, titles and whatnot, they too get bogged down by fear. So why are we allowing these, basically our ego telling us, no, we are not worthy, we can't do this, but also realizing that the people that I might look up to or you might look up to have the same fears. They just figured out a way to maybe jump over them and you know plow through them. So that is something that I learned in 2022, really, really learned it. And after I did, has made me more confident and more likely to do the things that I'm excited about doing. So hopefully that helps you want to tackle some things too. The next question was, how did I surprise myself by how I showed up to challenges that presented themselves in 2022? And I wrote, I have surprised myself by not being disappointed when things don't go as planned. So one of the things that I did, but I'm really working hard on not doing anymore, is re- like reverting back to old stories that I used to tell myself. And we all have these stories. And I, I believe that they all stemmed from childhood. And we built these stories to help us a lot of times in childhood to help us through trauma um, and situations that we didn't understand. But now we're adults and we do not have to be following these same recordings anymore. We can let them go and have different stories that serve us better. So let go that old stuff and let the new stories come in. 
So for example, I said, I don't get disappointed anymore when things don't go the way I had planned it. First of all, who am I to think that I can plan life, right? So when I take a step back there, that's just very telling. But say I had a podcast set up with somebody, and this has happened multiple times where I think, okay, today's the day I'm going to have this podcast with this amazing person and they can't meet me with me for whatever reason. I do not anymore say, oh my gosh, it's because I'm not worthy. I don't deserve to have this podcast. No. I now tell myself, it just wasn't our time. Our time is coming. And when it does, it's going to be more epic than I even thought it was going to be. And I'll give you a quick example to that. In 2021, I was racing around like crazy trying to get this one woman who I love. She's a wonderful person. It just, it didn't work out. I wanted to do a podcast on suicide prevention with her. And for whatever reason, the day that we were supposed to do it, she couldn't meet. And then the next time I couldn't meet. And we went back and forth for months. And I was just like, you know what? Forget it. We, it's just not our time. Fast forward to 2022, I'm sitting on the porch with my husband and he um, went to St. John Fisher. So he still gets um, alumni emails and whatnot. And he said, oh my gosh, Heather, there's a, a keynote speaker coming that in 20, in 2000 had jumped off to the Golden Gate Bridge and since then has been traveling the world talking about suicide prevention. You should try to get him on your podcast. And I thought, why not? What do I have to lose? Like, he might think that I'm crazy and I'm a little peon and why would he want to sit down with me? But he didn't. He sat down with me and I did a suicide prevention um, podcast a year later that was way bigger than I could picture in 2021. So moral to the story is when things don't work out the way that we think that they're supposed to go, is it plausible that maybe there's a better version of what you had planned out there and it's just not quite ready yet? And so those are the things that I have been saying to myself when something doesn't go the way that I had planned. And I'm pretty proud of myself for changing that way of thinking. And you can do it all the time throughout your day. It doesn't have to be something like a podcast. It could be anything Start changing the way that you view the quote unquote negative situation and and flip it to a positive. And I guarantee you, you will feel a thousand times better. My next question was, what am I the most proud of? And I wrote that I am the most proud of a children's book that I wrote this past year. I haven't, it's not out, it's not published yet, but when it does, you'll be the first to know about it. But anyway, this summer, getting a little personal here, I was having problems sleeping. And for whatever reason, I in particular am so I don't even know, alarmed by not sleeping. I don't know if it's a past life that I had where I, I, I have no idea, but when I don't sleep, I feel like the world is coming to an end. And back in 2010, if you read the book that I wrote 
called The Missing Piece. I wrote about how I was an insomniac, basically, right the last four months of my pregnancy with my daughter and into the first few months of her birth. Again, I just thought the world was coming to an end. How can it be possible that it has been this many months where I've had quality sleep? So this summer, I was going into a tailspin. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going back there. I'm going back to 2010 to the worst time of my life. Holy moly, what am I going to do? How do I get out of this? Whatever. And instead of completely spiraling, which I was very close, very, very close to, I wrote a children's book. I took the, this very dark time this summer, and it ended up lasting almost six months, so it wasn't a short little period either. But I took that scary time once again in my life, and I decided to do something positive with that darkness. And I wrote a children's book called Night Magic, and it's all about this father teaching his son how not to be afraid of the dark. And I'm not kidding you, when I was writing that book, I was sobbing. I was literally feeling these raw emotions of what this little boy was feeling while I was writing it, but I did it to help myself through this really shitty time. So I am so unbelievably proud of myself that I didn't stay there too, too long. And I was able to use some of my coping skills now to help myself out of this time period. And again, I got something really positive out of it. I got an actual book out of it. So maybe I can help a little kid somewhere in the near future not be afraid of the dark. So yeah, that's what I'm most proud of for 2022. There were other things in there too. The big things, the little things, they're they're all they all lead up to something magical, but that was probably the thing that I was the most proud of because I got myself out and I'm proud of that. So my next question was, what am I ready to let go of? And if you don't feel called to do any of these questions for yourself. I highly recommend you give it some thought and maybe do this particular question. What do you want to let go of? And the reason why I say that is because we, again, are holding on to so many useless stories that we have conjured up over our lifetime. And again, they were set into place most likely to help you in a time when you needed that help, but you most likely don't need that help anymore because you can understand more. You're an adult now. You can think more logically. And when you release something that no longer serves you, you are now making space for something new to come in, something better to come in that's more serving to you. So, for example, I wrote, I'm ready to let go of worry once and for all. I'm ready to let go of it. I have been a worry wart since I was a child. I do not need to be worrying about 
all the tiny little things that I'm worrying about anymore. Because what I've realized is it's basically telling the universe that I don't trust what it has in store for me. So I'm a huge believer in frequency and energy and vibration. So if I'm going to be putting out worry energy, guess what's going to be coming back? Because like attracts like. I would like to let go of any additional worrying. I've, again, I've worked so hard on this and I have, I am a huge believer in it because I've actually seen the results of letting stuff like this go. I would like to let go any additional residue of the worrying because I am just ready to be accepting of the opportunities that are coming my way. I 100% want to bring that in. So I have had actual, it's going to sound funny, but I've done actual burning ceremonies where I have written down things that no longer serve me, that I am just so done with. And I put it in a little bowl and I'll light it on fire, and there's something about watching it disintegrate that makes me feel like I have finally shed that extra weight of whatever it was. And it it just, I don't know if it's on a subconscious level, somehow I realize now that there is space in my body for something new to come in that is more serving. So I challenge you. If you're not going to do any of the questions, at least do this one. What would you like to get rid of? And then I also challenge you to burn it. And you can let it go back into Mother Nature. Just let it go outside. It's ashes. Let it go. And start start making room for what you want to bring back in. What do you want in replace of that? And the last question that I had was, what is my intention moving forward for 2023? And my intention, so this is a big thing, is intention. I was just talking to my mom about this yesterday. I said, when I'm doing my um, my online Zoom event, I want everybody to write down their intentions for 2023 just in the chat. I won't make everybody say what it is out loud. But she was like, well, what do you mean by intention? And so I, I feel like the word intention is still something that is not resonating for people. But being intentional means slowing down and observing your feelings and your thoughts in that moment. Um, Todd and I are going to be going to Sedona in... April. And I'm so, so super excited about it because I've wanted to go for so long. But, and I don't have to wait until I go to Sedona to tell him to be intentional. But while we are there, I'm going to say each moment that we're here, I want you to remember it. I want you to be in the moment. I want you to be intentional with this vacation that we're going on together. So we'll remember it forever. And when you start telling yourself, I'm going to be intentional, you, you do, you slow down. So for 2023, my intention is to be in the flow. 
And I've been in the flow multiple times throughout my journey here that I've been on. So I know it's there, but I also have blocks that are set up at times when I am worrying, you know, whatever. I want to be in the flow of 2023 and just let things kind of come that are supposed to be for me. Not because I clawed my way to it, but because I surrendered to it. And then I'm not so exhausted when I'm actually doing the opportunities because I didn't have to work so darn, so darn hard to get there. I just surrendered. So yeah, my intention for 2023 is to just be in the flow. Yeah. So those are the questions that I had that I got from Sahara Rose on Instagram. You can find journal prompts for anything you want to journal about. But right now, what better way to tap into your into your inner self, your essence of you? than to reflect on 2022 and then talk about what you want to bring in for 2023. This is the perfect time. Really just visualize you're opening opening this door and you're going to step through the doorway into a new realm, into 2023. 2023 is going to be whatever you want it to be. You have the power to write your story. I promise you, I've been doing it. I, I, we all succumb to what society believes that we're all supposed to be doing. You know, the nine to five, you know, um, go to bed at night and it's Groundhog's Day. It doesn't have to be that way. You get to decide. Today, I'm going to try meditating. Today, I'm going to go to the circus. You could do whatever you want. You can make it happen. You just, you have to believe that you have the say because you do. We all do. So I challenge you all to do, I would like you to do all of these journal prompts that I will have written down for you. But if not, just do the one very important one, which is what do I want to let go of? Because we all have baggage Let's just let it go. Let's bring in some new magic, some new energy into 2023. So thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I've got some really cool ones coming up in the next couple of weeks. I am so, so, so excited. I hope that you check out those podcasts as well. And I hope that you're doing well. And thanks for listening. Bye.